My name is Creighton K. Moxie, and this is The Legacy Podcast, where we talk about business, entrepreneurship, marketing, branding, empowerment, and the advancement of the Bahamian people. In today's episode, I sit down with the talented Italia Hall and ZNS for an interview focused around Gen Y entrepreneurs. I give some insight on who I am and what drives me. I hope you enjoy. Okay, so for the record, tell me your first name, last name, age, title. Creighton Moxie. 23 years old, and my title is Chief Marketing Officer at Immerse Global. Immerse Global? Yes. Okay, so take me back a bit. Uh, how old are you? 23 years old. 23, you said that. Yes. Take me back a bit, all the way back to high school. Where did you graduate from? And coming out of high school, what was your initial dream or plan for your life? Okay, uh, high school starting off, I initially went to Bishop Michael Ellen School. But I played basketball in high school, so I eventually went over to the U.S. I attended a boarding school in Chattanooga, Tennessee called the Macaulay School. And it was a school that had a great impact on me for sure. And uh, when I actually graduated from there, my dreams were to do something in biology, which is pretty odd because I'm not doing anything related to that. Growing up, I really liked watching stuff like National Geographic, like watching shows like with Steve or in the Crocodile Hunter and stuff like that. So. That's where my focus was. Other than that, I just loved basketball until I got hurt in 12th grade and I started really thinking about what I wanted to do in life. Okay. And so after that, what was next? So next, I attended Louisiana State University in Baton Rouge. And when I went there, initially I was studying agricultural business, but I decided to change from agricultural business to just business. And by my junior year, I made a decision to join an entrepreneurial group. And when I did that initially, it was really just so that I could have something to put on I guess my resume when I left to say I joined this club, but it had a way greater impact on me. By joining this club, we were forced to read uh, certain books and that made me uh, gain an appreciation, appreciation for reading and an appreciation for really networking and, and uh, learning more aspects about business. So from there, with that reading, I was able to learn more about financial intelligence and financial intelligence taught me that a good way to generate wealth was to actually build a business and invest in that. And when I looked at those, the story of my family, I realized that myself and a lot of other behemoths, we don't focus on, gener- on generational wealth. We don't really do stuff to really generate generational wealth. So I figured that I should try to focus on what my skill sets were, the things I was good at, and also what I was passionate about, and find something I could do in that regard in business to allow me to generate generational wealth. And that's how I started doing Immerse Global, which is a business consultancy and marketing company. And in this company, what we do is do everything from logo design to in-depth business plan design. And I have a passion for these things because I realized that the thing I'm doing, it helps a lot of other people. By me allowing people to develop their business plans, they're able to go forward and present themselves in a way to be able to get financing and funding to pump into their business and really advance themselves in life. So when I look at the picture of what I'm doing, it's bigger than just myself. It's more about me than just me. I'm more focused on helping our entire community uh, create generational wealth and really advance in life and this is just my medium for doing that why why are you interested because i because i realized that a lot of behemoths especially from the community like my family's from eight model and i look at a lot of our communities and i realized that we're really cut out of the out of the circles of wealth we're usually taught that this is the only route for you to go you have to be employed you have to do it this and do that and i'm trying to teach people more of more to think long term think how they can leverage their employment and be able to generate wealth for themselves and pump it in so that when you're gone, tomorrow, that you're, you, the, the generations that come way after you actually have something to look forward to and can actually be way ahead in life and actually advance in those ways. Interesting. At such a young age, um, do, 
Are there any challenges? Every day. Um, Every day. Do you feel as if sometimes some may not take you seriously or? That used to happen initially. I would walk into meetings and initially when I started my involvement in business, it was with our company Immerse Bahamas. We do destination management event planning. Uh, we basically try to take the Bahamas to the world and bring the world to the Bahamas. And it was a company my mother started in 2014. And initially, I used to go on meetings with her. And when I walked into meetings, people would just be looking at me like, oh, he's there with his mother. Like, you know, he doesn't really, he, like, that's, that's the reason I'm here. Because we have a lot in our society where people are really invited into places because of who they're associated with. But when I opened my mouth and started talking about certain aspects of business and talking about certain things, they could tell that I knew what I was talking about. And from there, they were forced to respect me because I actually knew what I was talking about. Any other challenges you encounter? Oh, challenges daily. Business in general is challenging as far as just the day-to-day -day operations, figuring out different things. You'll have a lot of opportunities come your way. And with, with, with opportunities, I realize that you may not be fully prepared for something, but you should jump into it. And those are just opportunities for you to learn in the midst. Like there are a lot of things I've done already where I've developed certain things for people and done, and done certain things, but it wasn't something I'd done before. I just had to challenge myself and take the risk. I realized that you have to sometimes be very risky to advance in life. Being safe is actually a risky thing and being risky is actually a safe thing. So I try to keep that in my mind and as I go forward and really advance. Explain that a bit more. Being safe and taking risks and being safe. Explain that a little bit. Because you have, I've spoken to some young people and you know some would say they, they would take a risk and just quit their job and focus on their dream. Mm -hmm. And then you have other people who say they can't afford to quit that job, you know, that's their income, so they have to keep it safe until they find some opportunity. Explain that part of it. Okay, I'll explain that. So, you may look at safety, right? And you may think what you're doing now in the short term is safe, but in the long term is incredibly risky. So, look at me right now, right? Say, uh, or, or look at anyone. Say someone's 18 years old, right? And they spend 10 years of their life trying to actually go forward and tap into what they want to do and, and go after their dreams and chase it. And they have a lot of road bumps along the way. And say it doesn't pan out. If it doesn't pan out, you're 28 years old, you still have so much life ahead of you, and it's all about perspective. Now say I just stay in a situation I uh, consider to be safe in the short run, right? And I'm going through the cycle, going through the cycle, 20 years in the future, I have, I have a job, right? 20 years in the future, I get fired from that job, and then I don't have anything that I really built equity into because I never invested in it myself. I never pursued my dreams, I never did these things. And I'm just starting from point A. When that person who took the risk initially, which they considered risky, actually started. So even if they took that risk and they were to be successful in that, they're way ahead of the curve of someone who never took that risk. And they're ahead of the curve because they actually pumped into themselves and built something that could generate wealth for their family. Something they actually own. A structure that if they were to die today or tomorrow, they could pass it on. Would you advise young people um, in their early 20s, mid-20s to take, take risks? For sure. For sure. Why not? Like, what do you have to lose by taking a risk right now? If you never take a risk, you'll never find out. You can never really tap into your full potential. Like, if you, if you try to just stay in your comfort zone, you're, you're not able to find out what you truly could have been and really maximize your potential. So, I definitely say take risks, for sure. Okay. Um, what advice would you give to young people here in Grand Bahama? Some may feel a bit discouraged. I mean, the economy is not the best at this, this point in time. Um, what advice would you give? My advice would be to really focus on what you're passionate about and focus on what you can really control and what you can really do. Because we have a lot of stuff going on in our environment that really isn't for your benefit and isn't to help you. So really try to channel and focus on the things that you, want to, that you do and the things that you know, uh, the ways you think you can bring value. Focus on those things and tap into those things. And also never let anyone discourage you and say the things you're dreaming about doing are such bad things. 
really look into it and realize that if you want to do something, go for it and do it. Don't let anyone discourage you. They might not have the same vision as you. They might not have the same understanding as you. So just go for it and, and, and take the risk and try to see what you can accomplish when you tap into the true value within yourself. Believe in yourself and bet on yourself. Okay. Um, what's next for what's, you and Immerse Global? What's, uh, what's next? next for me is really just con continuing to invest in the company as I generate certain revenue and set up certain structures because as you know, business is always a growing thing. You always have to set up certain paperwork and stuff to make sure things work and you can really keep propelling this. As I continue to do that, I want to just, you know, keep pumping back into the company, grow it, and then find ways to, strate to strategically invest that money in things that generate me revenue, but also find ways to go back in the community and help other people, even if that's helping them, not just by supplying them with money and that type of resources, but helping them in educational ways and allowing them to tap into certain financial education and certain education that can help them advance themselves and their families. Um, the college you went to, you graduated? Yeah, there. I graduated Louisiana State University. What was your um, degree in? Business Administration Business with a minor in entrepreneurship. entrepreneurship. Okay. And it was always your plan to return home? Oh, yeah. Why? It was definitely all Because I realized that we have a lot of people who have value, but they look at the landscape of the Bahamas and they say, oh, uh, I could just go to this place and do that, and the Bahamas doesn't have anything for me. I believe the Bahamas has a lot for you if you tap into your value and realize that the value you bring can give a lot back to the Bahamas. We have to be the ones to change. If we want to change, we have to be the change agents who bring that change forward. So my, my goal was always to say, if I want my community to be something different, I have to be involved in my community and I have to engage with my community and I have to come back and do things that will actually help my community. I can't really do that from a distant land. I mean, I might be able to gather some value from a distant land, but I, my goal was always to bring that value back to my own people. That's like, say, you have a... You have a uh, rap artists or something, right? And they would have generated a lot of money in their life and they came from a certain neighborhood. I would advise them to go back in that same neighborhood and invest in business structures and develop those business structure because, structures because if, no one's, if we don't invest back in our own communities, we'll never help our own communities. So say I was to go back in, I got my family from 8 Mile Rock and develop businesses down there. Eventually, 8 Mile Rock will become an incredibly prosperous area because I took the time to invest back. And it would make more sense because I'm from that area. I'll be, people would be more receptive of the things I'm doing. So if you want to see the Bahamas become a better place, you have to come back and invest. And also realize that opportunities are not seen with the eyes. They're seen with the mind. So you have to really think and realize that there's a lot of opportunity around here. It's just about your perspective. Okay. Um, I think that's it. Anything else you'd like to You seem very passionate about yeah, sure. your country and what it is that you do. Um, where does that drive come from? My mother, for sure. My <laughs> mother, for sure. I wouldn't really, I would have never been to the places I am now in life and that I want to continue to go without my mother. She took the time to invest in me. She really gave her all. Like, even, even what she didn't have, she gave that to me. And those investments initially paid incredible dividends in the future. She took the time to go through the struggle now, embrace the struggle, and she knew that she would reap the benefits later. And the benefits are the stuff I'm trying to do in life to really help, her, help us, help our family, and help other families in the Bahamas. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you'd like to add? Uh, ooh. No. Uh, I think you've covered everything. I very, guess the, very I guess the only thing I want to add too is like uh, with my business, I want to keep providing opportunities for entrepreneurs. Of course, I said I, I help with marketing, I help with business consultancy, and I develop business plans. But also, what what uh, my company does is we offer virtual shared spaces. It's basically a way for people to get their business license because you know you need a physical location in the port area to get your business license. It's a way for people to get their business license without the heavy expense of 
having to actually have a physical location. So we would be there registered phys physical location, and we actually charge six hundred dollars for the year for that. So and this is what Emerse. That's 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 a offer. yeah yes ma'am. Okay. Mm. Yeah. And it, it helps a lot because we have a lot of entrepreneurs in our community who have who wanna you know who wanna present themselves in a certain way, but they aren't able to do that because of these high overhead costs initially, mm -hmm. and it really hinders people from even starting. So you might have someone who gains the confidence to say, I want to start this entrepreneurial venture, but then they never really start because of the high upfront costs associated with that. So yeah, we're just, we're just trying to break down those barriers and make it really easier for people to get involved. If you enjoyed the podcast, please provide feedback and just get in contact with me at KingCray1 on all social media platforms.